the college baseball experience opening weekend preview and picks episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in game odds, win bet is what you need to win. Sign up today, bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollar free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N E B E T. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the, uh, the NASCAR gambling podcast. Yeah. Start your engines, gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, I guess. What well, start your engines with Rod and Cody and get ready to gamble on the Daytona 500 this Sunday. And remember, as always, folks, to let it ride. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. It's a brand new year. I cannot wait for the action. If you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, well, my name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. (laughs) It's baseball season again. Just like that. Just like that. And college baseball each and every year I feel like has been growing and growing and growing. And that is why we are going to try to grow with it. Uh, We were here last year and I know we got a team, a bullpen, should I say of, uh, of great uh, college baseball analysts, but this guy's really at the heart of it all. I want to get a give it up for host of the college baseball experience host of, I mean, I think we might even get him on the college hockey experience one day. You've heard him on the college basketball experience. You've heard him on the college football experience. He's been been writing articles, been behind the scenes of the sports gambling podcast and the sports gambling podcast network for quite a while now. Give it up for Noah Beanick. What is up, brother? What's going on, Colby? Uh, exciting times for sure. The season's first pitch really tomorrow noon Eastern time, nine a.m. your time. Um, you mentioned the hockey thing. I mean, it couldn't be more uh, regional from me. Like loving college baseball and it's basically like a Southern sport and all the Northern teams have to go down for the first out month and a half to play road games for the season. And then it's mainly East coast North and uh, Denver for college hockey. But you know, that's somewhat of a, 
I, I guess my taste. And I also love college basketball. That's going to keep going, but college baseball, it is uh, ready to dive and, into it. And, and uh, college baseball is absolutely fantastic. L- look, maybe you've been listening to the college football experience and college basketball experience. You say, what is this college baseball stuff? All right. It is growing and it is absolutely fantastic. Gigantic tournament at the end of the year. They're there. They have a real playoff. <laughs> I mean, look, as I'm an East Carolina pirate fan, catching that Texas ECU series last year. Holy shit. It sucks yeah. that ECU didn't pull it off, but man, we had them on the ropes. We had them on the ropes and the crowds are fantastic. For? I love watching the Tennessee fans. How about that Arkansas fan who picked up like a, uh, he picked up like a, 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 a raccoon. raccoon or a rat <laughs> in the middle of the fucking game. Got a standing ovation later in the night, checks himself in to the hospital with rabies, solid person. <laughs> Great idea. When you're drunk, bad idea when you're sober, but that is college baseball. It, look at it, It's growing, man. The more times I, this past year, I tuned into it more than ever. And I know I'm not, I'm not, you know, so I, I don't feel like I know it. Like I do basketball and football. But yeah. wow, I'm starting to to educate myself and I'm excited for the new season. Shout it's, out it's evident in the gambling markets as well. They're expanding more and more. We're, we got daily odds last year. That was something new that brand new that we got. This year we had conference outright odds. So that was fun. Got in on Virginia Tech plus eight hundred to win the ACC on the previous episode. So tail that before the season kicks off because I'm sure they'll take those down right after first pitch. And the chat is already rolling along. Sabres Edge pressure washing. Shout out to them. Uh, they say, let's go. ECU to Omaha. Oh, you know what I gotta do just on that note. This is the year we go to Omaha. All right, Sabres is saying it. This is the year, baby. All I right. had y'all in it. I, I, I actually, I, I gave you a little bit of a like a, a, an elbow to the gut yesterday too. I, I called you the Gonzaga basketball of college baseball. Do you mm. think that's a compliment or a, mm. a little jab? I, I don't know. I, th- I think me and Sabres might have a little problem with you. All right, <laughs> might have, hey, to have I, a little I problem you with in you. There, though. Right. I want to see it, and they're talented. They're they're good enough to do it. Last year, I think they had. I mean, going into the year, they had more expectations than they do this year, but that's exactly when you get them. So let's go. Let's go. Shout out to us. Yeah, Sabres. Uh, dude, I would love to get down there. If we get there, we'll talk, buddy. We'll talk. Appreciate you and appreciate the offer. Uh, shout out to Mookie for life. It goes college baseball season's here. Let's fucking go. Yes. And I mean, the slate is fantastic. You know, uh, that's the thing, man. I, you know, I grew up in the in somewhat of the Northeast, so I didn't have these great college b- baseball environments. But man, uh, you know, seeing the way the jungle was rocking at uh, ECU, seeing the Tennessee Volunteers getting that crowd going, the, you know, I've seen the Mississippi State crowds, a lot of those SEC teams, some of those Big Twelve teams. Even I even saw the Stanford crowd. Holy shit! Who knew? Right? <laughs> I even saw them getting after it. You know, Cal State Fullerton. You know, it's this is great. This is great, and I'm excited for a new year. Um, uh, you let's just uh, before we dive into these games. I know you've t- you've been doing episodes on this, but uh, what's 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 new? What's new this year? What is who's the most overrated team? Let's just go right to it before we hop into these <laughs> games. Who like college football? You know the Texas Longhorns overrated every single year. The Miami yeah. Hurricanes over overrated every single year for the past twenty years. Is there one of those 
in this baseball season. Interestingly enough, I mean, Texas isn't even ranked in the preseason uh, to many people's surprise. Um, but I'm going to go with like an overrated team that is from the state of Texas. Uh, we kind of had a little bit of alignment on our pod uh, for the SEC preview that we talked about. We had an overrated topic. I'm going to my overrated SEC team and it's uh, Texas A&M. Uh, I, f- I feel like I'm one of the only ones in the world that's pulling the plug on this Aggie team. Jim Schlossnagel is a hell of a coach and the lineup might be one of the top three in the country, but I bet on pitching and defense when I'm uh, handicapping baseball. And that's exactly what Texas A&M does not have. So I value I value that. And then we, we just all kind of uh, the coaches poll had them second in the sec West. We had them second in the sec West. I think they come in more like fourth and it's not going to be a bad season. They still might even end up hosting. I just don't think that they're the fourth overall team, I think is what they're at right now. So fading yeah. slosh <laughs> Yeah. Fading slosh What a great name. All right. Sounds like something you go over to Europe and you're just sitting over there, and some guy says, You want to do a schlossnagel? And you say, All right, I'm in. And then God knows what happens to your evening. All right. No, but uh, look, uh, AM, though, was a great, they were a good story last year, right? Didn't they come on strong late in the year? Yeah, for sure. They were yeah. a complete sleeper out of nowhere, and I was doubting them the whole time because, again, they, they kind of did it all on hitting. And it's evident that they can do it, but they lost their best player from last year and really their pitching didn't get any better. So that's why I'm, I'm just like the regression's coming for me. Yeah. Well, uh, be interesting to watch. All right, let's hop into some of these games. I just wanted to bother you. Wanted to hot potato you on some of these, uh, <laughs> some of these takes hold you to them throughout the year. So fade Texas A&M folks. Um, all right. Well, uh, opening day tomorrow. I can't wait. I even saw what they have. I saw J- JMU, I think, playing a game on Saturday. I saw um, uh, on, on. I was searching the ACC network today. I think they're playing an ACC team on Saturday. I was like, hey, hey, there it is. Uh, a lot of these games going to be available on ESPN Plus, correct, Noah? Yeah, yeah I. Sorry, I, I muted yeah. myself. I said, yeah, for sure. All, yeah. A lot of them on ESPN Plus. There's a couple of tournaments in here as well. So some of these are just one gamers. Um, on Friday, and that's what we have odds for right now, and we're just going to preview those games. Um, and on the series, I'll talk about. Uh, we have some at the end that we're going to list off and try to predict the winner, best two out of three. Um, but the, some of those tournaments you have to pay to watch, like Flow Sports and stuff. Hashtag fuck, fuck Flow Sports. They just re up CAA oh, just re up with Flow Sports too. But uh, awful. you you you'd be surprised what you can get with ESPN Plus. Um, also, you know, if you have YouTube TV, they'll have some games. On there By the as way, well. James Madison's at Florida State this week. Yeah, I think I saw that. I saw that on the guide, the old guide. Um, I'm still old enough that I uh, to check the check the old TV guide for what's on today. You know, old <laughs> school baby. All right, uh, maybe this game will remind people of the old school because Missouri and Oklahoma State used to reside in the same conference. I remember those days, but now Missouri's in the SEC, Oklahoma State in the Big Twelve. Uh, this game going on at 9 a.m. on the West, noon on the East. The Missouri Tigers. Uh, where is this game being played? This one's being played in Globe Life Park, so it's in the Texas Rangers ah, Stadium. Yeah, and I believe the XFL play a game there the very next day. Um, Missouri heads to Oklahoma State. 
I mean, Missouri's plus one fifty. Oklahoma State number nine in the nation, minus one seventy five. I mean, Missouri's one of those teams that just they haven't adapted to to life in the SEC with baseball. I know they came in with the blaze in football, made the SEC championship game a couple years. Basketball, they're having a great season, but baseball, I feel like they're one of these teams way behind the eight ball here. Shout out to Lane Elliott. More sports to bet on. He's in. He says, "Let's go." And shout out to Ryan McIntyre, WVU, ECU College World Series. Check the odds for the matchup. Now we're talking. Uh, shout out to Moneyline Mac. Hear me and him later on the college basketball experience. Uh, Noah, what are we doing here? We're just this is an auto fade, right? This is an easy play. Oklahoma State minus one seventy five. Don't even think about it, right? Yeah, it is a little bit of an auto fade. The handicap here is pretty simple. It's Missouri's pitching staff is just really, really bad. Uh, this will be the first time that we've seen Oklahoma state since that chaotic Stillwater regional in last year's NCAA tournament. Uh, and not only did they lose their horse, Justin Campbell from last year, Oklahoma state also lost their top seven innings leaders from their pitching staff a year ago. So that's why we get the pokes here at a minus minus one seventy five price. OSU's number one pitcher this year will be long beach state dirtbags transfer Warren Watts Brown, who was dominant in the Big West last year with 111 strikeouts, a 368 ERA, and a 194 bat opponent's batting average, which was basically elite in that conference. So uh, we'll see how it transfers over to the Big 12. But here in the non-conference, they're getting a little bit of, of uh, a warm-up game in this three-gamer. They're playing a couple of SEC teams this weekend. Again, we have the odds only for the Friday games. We have Missouri. We don't know what we're going to see from Missouri this year. Um, they're like I said, their pitching's really bad. They only return really one big time hitter, and that's their third baseman, Luke Mann. So I, I don't know how Missouri is also going to structure their pitching, whether they're going to throw their number one against Oklahoma State or whatnot. So here I'm going to say, Colby, start playing the music early. I'm locking up Oklahoma State minus one seventy five on the money line. Oh, I will join you. I will join you. Didn't Robin Ventura go to Oklahoma State? Yeah. Remember when Nolan Ryan? Nolan Ryan at like 60 years old. Robin Ventura charges the mound. Nolan Ryan breaks his fucking nose. Sometimes you just gotta know not to mess with the. There's a painting of that in Dallas at some bar I was at. I don't know. Shout out to uh, shout out to that play. But Oklahoma State. It seems like it's it's just the easiest play, right? I mean, if I. I I know I'm not some super expert on college baseball, but it just seems like a very easy play to ride with the Cowboys. And I'm yeah. I'm butchering the uh, the sound drop that I have somewhere here for Oklahoma <laughs> State. My apologies. The soundboard's gotten big in the off season. All right, for y'all, you, you, there's just a lot of things here. So uh, it's a Jimmy Johnson clip of saying, "How about them Cowboys?" All right, that's what I was looking for. So I just have to uh, impersonate it. Um, Myron yeah. Kitt in the chat says we need college baseball DFS. Yes, we do. Come on, books, let's go. Shout out to the chat. All right, next up. So, folks, get in there. Bet this now. Bet this now. Oklahoma State minus one seventy five. That's also a good point from Colby too. There's not many college baseball gambling shows out there, so if we get a few listeners, I mean, the line's going to move once we get a group of people on one play because it's a really niche market. Um, and I've so, been known to yeah. move lines. <laughs> Colby called, is Colby is it's called the land down under motherfuckers. All right. No, I'm joking. Uh, no, get in there. And uh, I think I, th- I'm serious though. I, I think Noah's got a valid point here. Uh, do that. And, uh, and yeah, we should, we should be able to get some cashola. 
tomorrow early in the morning. So then, well, if, if you're on the West, if you're on the West, it's 9 a.m. when that game when that game uh, goes into swing, goes into full swing. Uh, two o'clock on the West, five o'clock on the East. The Gonzaga Bulldogs still waiting for them to bring back their football team, but. Their baseball team, not a bad team as well. Uh, plus 120 on the money line as they head to Lubbock. We know the fans in Lubbock, you know, it doesn't matter if it's basketball, football, baseball. They show up. They're good fans. Uh, WCC Big 12, is this one where we just go chalk? Be- even though Gonzaga's, Gonzaga's a pretty good program, I remember them being good the years past. Do we just Texas Tech's ranked number twenty four in the nation? Do we just go chalk here because it's Big Twelve, it's Power Conference? What are we doing, Noah? Tim Tadlock's Raiders, Red Raiders crew is returning a lot of experience from last year, but a whole lot of guys who I mean haven't really produced in the past, so they really they have to take a step up in uh, production. They don't have a Josh or a Jace Young, which was a big family bloodline that ran through their program to rely on in creating runs. Um, their projected Friday night starter is Kyle, Kyle Robinson, who only pitched 11.2 innings last year, and he had a four, 4.63 ERA. They're facing a Gonzaga team that reser- returns near all of its uh, starting lineup from a year ago, um, and they have their own pitching questions. They lost seven of their top nine arms from 2022. But specifically on Friday night or the Friday afternoon here, that's not a question as they uh, have Owen Wild, who was a nine and one record last year, 303 ERA, 83 strikeouts and 74. Wait, 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 wait. You're telling me they got the wild thing? Yeah. His last name's literally wild. Oh man. (laughs) I got to put that on the soundboard. That's happening. There you go. That's happening. And and wait, we can't fade this guy. We can't fade this guy. Yeah. So Colby, we got Rick Vaughn Jr. here. I said we're starting off hot in that Oklahoma State section. Gonzaga plus one twenty. It's not a lock, but as a dog, I'm I'm taking that. Let's play some music. Oh, I'm on board. We got wild thing going. Get out of here. And hold on, I got you. I got you. Trying to say Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball. <laughs> That's there right. And shout out to Mookie for this comment in the live chat, by the way. Jump Mookie, in on Mookie, YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, Mookie. Jump in on YouTube, uh, the college experience. He goes, fade all North schools against warm weather teams. First outdoor games are always a struggle. Yes, I, I love Gonzaga's program, and I think that really goes against or it th- that rule is pretty applicable in most scenarios. Gonzaga has a really good program that they've had going for a while. And specifically with wild on the mound, I don't think it applies. My favorite trend with Northern ball teams early on in the season, when they go South is take overs because they've been hitting in cages inside the whole off season during the winter. They haven't been able to field. They haven't been able to play defense. Whereas the other, the other schools, sometimes you would have to, I mean, put the ball in play. So it has to be somewhat of an okay Southern offense, but if they can, Oftentimes you see the Northern team fall apart like a house of cards on defense. Well, and you got to add in the fact that when they go to a warm weather location, they've seen all their, you know, all all their women bundled up. There's going to be scattered (laughs) ass going around all through Lubbock. All right. Shout out to Mookie says, I need a a shirt with that college baseball logo. Take my money. We got you covered. All right. Make sure you check out the store. 
Make sure you check out the Sports Gambling Podcast uh, network or go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash store and you should be good. Um, yeah, I think we got to take the Zags here. We're seeing eye to eye. I wanted to disagree with you more. Um, maybe it's here because you, you said you had a future on the Virginia Tech Hokies. All right? I do. Well, those Hokies, um, you know, they've been known to choke. Gobble, gobble. We see it in basketball. This lost at Georgia Tech. We see it in football. Whenever they take on my East Carolina Pirates, all right. Now they're they're uh, heading to Charleston, South Carolina. Great city, by the way. Love the city of Charleston and and been Charleston. There. Oh, been there great too. town. Great town. Um, Charleston's having a great year on the hardwood in basketball, but they're not bad in baseball either. That's why. I mean, what? 25 and five at home last year, 25 and five at home last year. were the Cougars. It's no joke. And you think I'm just going to fade Charleston. There, is there anyone on the team of, of Charleston's baseball team that is uh, perhaps, you know, st- tried to steal your prom date. <laughs> not, not quite on the baseball team. Maybe. On All the right. Team. That's enough for me. Give me the <laughs> Charleston Cougars plus plus one ninety-five. I think they're walking into a hornet's nest here. I know, I know the Southern schools. All right. They take their baseball serious. You go on the road to Charleston coming away with an L all right. Coming away with an L Noah. What are you doing here? This series is going to be amazing. Um, last year, Virginia tech opening weekend, they, they challenged themselves with Wright state. I, I remember, remember. I, I watched yeah. it. It was one of the first games I got to see. Yeah. E- electric series. And there were like bunch of runs scored in all three of those games. And I was on Wright state. And all three of them took big L's. So I'm not going to quite go there with Charleston, but I think Charleston's just as live as Wright State was last year. They won the uh, colonial regular season, but in the conference tournament, they were upset. So they didn't appear in the NCAA tournament. Friday night guy for Charleston, Ty Good, was undefeated when he pitched on Friday's last season. And their closer, William Privet, led the nation with a 0.91 ERA with 12 saves. This weekend, is a huge test for the Hokies that I have bet on to win the Natty and the ACC. I could see them dropping a game this weekend. I'm not going to bet it, like I mentioned, but I mean, it, I wouldn't press the panic button if Virginia Tech loses. I think they could this weekend. It's easy to see a tide turn. I'm locking it up. Let's go to the land down under Charleston, South Carolina. Let's go. Myron kid knows about the chokies, Virginia tech chokies. I know there's a ball behind me here though, but you know, real money Kramer's <laughs> out of town. We can still talk shit about him. Uh, yeah, yeah. What was that picture of him in his suit today? That was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Hilarious. Hilarious. Uh, make sure you give Kramer a follow on Twitter at Kramer centric. Uh, all right, let's hop to uh, let's hop to the next one here. I'm excited to watch the game. That game, by the way, that uh, game's at four o'clock on the West. Uh, seven o'clock on the east. Damn, I was hoping to get earlier games. I know there's a bunch more, but I mean these are the better ones, right? Yeah. Uh, staying on that t- that same time slot, the one of the biggest blue bloods in college baseball, even a bozo like me knows this, has been the Vanderbilt Commodores. All right, they've been fire for a long time. Some say that's the only reason why they're still in the SEC, right? The Vanderbilt Commodores are t- are taking on the TCU Horn Frogs. Where's this game being played? Globe Life Field again. Oh, a little double header there. It, Globe Triple. Life. Triple header. There we go. Well, look, Jeremiah Donati is the athletic director at TCU. 
He's a good guy. He's a friend of mine. Rooting for him. Is there any way you can convince me of taking TCU? Because I know Vandy's Vandy's a whole, you know, they're a train. They're a train. I almost said they're a horse. They're a horse, <laughs> right? They're a train. All right. And I know they've been very good for a long time. They're kind of like the Kentucky, right? Of college baseball. TCU, man, what a great year for TCU athletics, man. Get national championship football, uh, basketball. They're really good in baseball. Top 15 to start the season. Talk me into why I should, or tell me why I shouldn't take TCU. Well, why you shouldn't, um, his name's Carter Holden. He'll be starting for Vanderbilt. But I guess the reason why you could is last night when we did our national preview, one of the guys had TCU in Omaha and all three, all four of us didn't have Vanderbilt there. So we like the long-term outlook for TCU, just continuing their athletic success. Like you mentioned, um, but when you talk about like boxing matchmaking, um, there's different styles that you love in each fighter and they all specialize in different uh, talent. Imagine a clash of styles between a good old boxing match. And it's right here in globe life where Vanderbilt uh, they're known for their pitching and TCU is going to come in with a lot of hot sticks. Vanderbilt returns some pieces from a not very good offense, but you wouldn't know it with everybody's talk all about Enrique Enrique Bradfield. Um, he's one of the speediest guys in all of college baseball. He's going to, he's going to challenge the country to put up 60 steals this year. But when it comes to uh, in general, you can't win a baseball game with one guy on offense. Um, Vandy's strength is like I said, their Friday night starter in Carter Holton. Uh, he was a super freshman last year. He had a 314 ERA, 97 strikeouts, 27 walks with an opponent's batting average of 191. It was stellar. TCU has a really good returning lineup, including Spit and Seeds boy David Bishop. We had a funny story with them last night. So sign me up to watch this game. I'm not going to bet it, but I'll take TCU and love. I'm going to watch it. You're on TCU? I am. Let's fucking go. All right. I'm on TCU too. This is a play with my heart, but hey, let's go. We'd love to see the Horn Frogs continue their success uh, as an athletic department. Uh, this game is intriguing here. You got the Flaming Libs of Liberty heading down to Hattiesburg, Mississippi, where I imagine there's probably not that many Flaming Libs. All right. <laughs> um, no, Hattiesburg, though, did Brett Favre and his money pay for the baseball field, too? They might have. They put in some uh, cool flashing LED lights that they flash when uh, a home runs hit. I love that. That's perhaps, one of my favorite environments perhaps, in college baseball. Perhaps we need an audit on the <laughs> baseball stadium of Southern Miss. Uh, Southern Miss is number eighteen in the country. Look, I love Southern Miss. I know that that shit was terrible with Brett Favre, but I'm saying back in the '90s in football, I love their fans. All right, EC used to have a rivalry with them. Even though I I hated playing them, I respected them. I, college basketball, they're having a great year. Their fans show up. I love their fan base. All right, so I'm thinking this place is actually going to be lit. This is in Hattiesburg, and although Liberty's plus one twenty five on the money line, and I feel like Liberty probably keeps a pretty good program in all they athletics. Do. I feel like I got to ride with Southern Miss here. This this is I feel like is this lockable? Talk talk to me about this game. You know, I think I think you could go there. I really do. Like so the Flaming Libs, they've appeared in three straight NCAA tournaments. I think this is going to be 
the series of the weekend, number one series of the weekend. You got to watch every game of this one. Um, and Liberty's loaded with pitching depth, and it starts with Garrett Horn, their sophomore lefty, who's going to be their Friday night starter. He was six and one in 2021 with a 193 ERA. He missed last season with a shoulder injury. On the other side, Southern Miss has so much mid-major firepower, and it starts with Tanner Hall, their Friday night starter, and he could be one of the best players, not pitchers, players. We threw him in there in the Golden Spikes uh, watch list last night. Tanner Hall is a guy to watch. I have Southern Miss winning this game, and I have them winning the series, at least taking two or three. They could even sweep Liberty, which would be amazing. I know we're talking really early. I wasn't planning on locking it up. But we have a theory on the college experience that crime pays. Well, Southern Miss and Brett Favre have uh, perhaps done some crimes, unfortunately, taking a lot of good people's money. Um, But I do believe in the results. Crime normally pays. Give me Southern Miss to get it done in Hattiesburg. I came into this not thinking I was going to take them. But uh, yeah, I'm on them now. Shout out to uh, Galactic Dragons. Dundee covers everything. The land down <laughs> under has no limits. No, um, I give you, I give you the little push you need. I mean, if they can get two, two, two is a great weekend. But three, that's really good for their tournament resume. I know it's like fucking February when we're talking about Feb- uh, tournament resumes, but I mean, nothing gets you going. <laughs> nice, nice little non-con against two really, really good programs. <laughs> Let's go. I'm telling you, man. Southern Miss got fans. Shout out to Benedict Dantold in the chat. Shout better be paying Colby when he deserves. I want some <laughs> of that Brett Favre money too. All right. <laughs> and some of those pills. I'll do them all. All right. Uh, no, uh, I think Southern Miss though is a good player. I really do. I mean, I think this place is going to be lit. Anytime you, you, you got to go on the road and look, uh, Virginia is still cold. So this is a cold weather team. I grew up not, you know, a couple hours from, uh, from wherever the hell Liberty is. What is it? Lynchburg, Virginia, Lynchburg, uh, probably yeah. like a three or four hour drive, but still, I know that shit gets cold. <laughs> so they're going to have to deal with that heat. You're not wrong. The same thing is going with Virginia tech over there. You're fading Virginia tech. You're fading Liberty. Yeah. <laughs> Virginia hater. <laughs> you might, you guys might want to parlay on my picks. That's all I'm saying. Oh, uh, man. Next up. <laughs> So NC Nick went to Kalamazoo to support their, uh, their basketball team. Did he? Was, yeah. He <laughs> was up there. He went to a Western Michigan basketball game. He told me their team's not very good. And this was in November, right? Not. <laughs> but he also told me that the liquor pitchers at Waldo's are fantastic. So perhaps if you're in Kalamazoo, you get yourself over to Waldo's, get yourself a couple liquor pitchers and you tell them to put it on ESPN plus because Western Michigan is heading to Baton Rouge to take on the preseason number one favorite, uh, the LSU Tigers. Uh, I mean, the LSU's. I feel like always been solid at baseball, but uh, man, they're coming out strong. Preseason, can they can they handle this? Let's see, we gotta go beat Ole Miss next week. We take it one game at a time. Congratulations. Go Tigers! Talk to me about why we should just. I mean, look, LSU is number one in the nation. They're minus seven twenty. Western Michigan's plus five twenty. I mean, if you're going to bet this, you just got to bet Western Michigan, right? <laughs> I'm no, not. You're, you're gonna, 720 you're gonna bet the, minus 720. You're going to bet the over. Okay. <laughs> okay. One, one, one big reason why I put it in here Western Michigan, not going to be the greatest Mac program this year. And this is the exact Northern Ball angle where they're coming down south. They've been hitting in the cage inside all winter long. They haven't been able to really field 
outside on snow <laughs> for their baseball field. So it's like you're you're banking on tech, uh, LSU, their electric offense, to put some balls in play, and Western Michigan folds apart. LSU could literally throw up 15 runs in this game. So, um, yeah, minus 720, you would have to throw together like a five-leg parlay, which – Feel free. Colby's picks, they're all fire. Go ahead. Put LSU in it. Let's go. Minus so, 720. Come, I mean, come the, to the land down under for that hot tip. Take yeah, LSU minus 720. Um, yeah. $10 lock right there. <laughs> Benedict <laughs> Dantold. Benedict Dantold says Maryland is going to light up South Florida this weekend. Maryland, we know they're a pretty good team in, in college baseball. A season ago, my mother went there. So uh, I gotta I gotta highlight the Terps. Larry David's alma mater. What are we? What are they? What are they gonna be doing down there? Is that in Tampa? I take it because of the weather. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, Maryland they entered a little bit higher uh, ranked than I thought they should be in the top fifteen. Um, but compared to the Big Ten, it's really Maryland and Rutgers, and then everybody else. Um, and we'll talk about another Big Ten team here in the rundown. But it's like. They lost their ace from last year, but they didn't really lose uh, too many other pieces from their starting rotation, but they didn't really have pitching depth to begin with from last year. And then the lineup is going to rake against the competition that it plays throughout the year. It's really just how well are they going to play against the teams in the tournament at the end of the year when they're big Ten's not really a power conference uh, in baseball, like it is in many other sports. What's up? Do we have to worry about the Maryland Terrapins? Tampa, I talked about scattered ass earlier. Well, obviously, <laughs> Tampa's got scattered ass, but they also have a ton of strip clubs. Do we have to worry about the Terrapins going down there, maybe having a little bit too good of a time? And then, uh, you know, a team down there in the South that's used to the weather beats, beats them down? Is, uh, South Florida, any chance? What, what are you thinking? I don't know if beats them down is the right word. They could steal one. They're at home. You know, I'm not going to rule that out. But I think uh, Maryland's good enough to win both on Friday and Saturday. And Sunday is usually the, the game that uh, most of the really good teams tend to give away. They've won two. They kind of just enter the third one, sleepwalking a little bit, and they can catch them at home. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, Maryland's Maryland's offered. I think they were like minus three eighty. Uh, when I saw him. So Maryland LSU, there's your parlay Colby. <laughs> Love it. Let's get in. Let's get in shop to your drop customers. Uh, all right. Look, before, before we get to uh, the next, the next thing on the slate here, I want to tell you that the college baseball experience on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by win bet, win bets now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in game odds, win bet is what you need to win. Sign up today, bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollar free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. Yeah, start your engines, people, with Rod and Cody and get ready to gamble on the Daytona 500 this Sunday. Look, I know nothing about NASCAR, right? Uh, the only thing I know about NASCAR is Robin's racing. And I watched days of thunder and Talladega nights about a hundred times. All right. And I met Richard Petty once. It was nice. Right. But I like to gamble. So guess what I'm doing? I'm listening to the NASCAR gambling podcast. I'm going to, I almost went to that race in LA the other, the other week. I was really very, very close to going to my first NASCAR event, but guess what I'm doing? I'm getting over there and I'm betting on the Daytona 500. I don't want to tell you who, cause I want you to listen. 
but I oh, will man. have a, I will have an active wager. Dundee, Dundee does uh, checkered flags. You know, <laughs> let's go. All right, um, all right. Back to the the college baseball day. We just got a loaded slate tomorrow. It's going to be fantastic. I'm very excited about this matchup because here we are, eight o'clock. Wait, is this eight o'clock Eastern? Five o'clock Western? Yeah. Okay. I probably fucked up all those times, guys. Just so you know, <laughs> Noah made the sheet. Noah made the sheet, so he's it's going on his times. I'm telling you, no, wrong I, times. I think you, I think you had it right at least for the Missouri Oklahoma State game. I didn't okay. catch you there, and I think going down, you weren't saying. Maybe I don't yeah. know. You might have been reading it uh, to yourself wrong because I know you mentioned I would have liked to have seen a lot of earlier games. Well, we do. We have a few early ones. Yeah, but. I might be full of shit. Not not <laughs> not with my bets, but with the times. Look, I'm never punctual. This makes a lot of sense. Um, Arizona. I'm very excited for this matchup. Is this one at, at uh, the Globe Life as well? No, this one is actually in the state of Arizona. There's three fields in this tournament that they're using. I don't quite know which one they're playing at. I probably should have looked at that. Um, but you know, that's my fault. But uh, just know that. Arizona should have a little bit of a home crowd, especially going up against big bad Tennessee. Is this like Scottsdale, Arizona? Uh, there's three locations. One is the spring training location. There, there's two MLB spring training locations that they're playing at, and then they're playing at Grand Canyon's home field for this tournament. So yeah, it's like that, the MLB four. You can watch it on MLB network and MLB.com. Well, so. they're getting lucky that tomorrow's the game. Cause if it was today, it was a high of 58. Tomorrow it's going to be a high of sixty six. So there's that. Uh, is this and and is this a series? Uh, no. So it's a tournament. Uh, Tennessee play. They all play different teams. There's seven teams. And I don't know if they're calling it the MLB four still or not, but it's like expanding each and every year. Michigan and Michigan State are down there. They're playing each other for some reason. You go all the way to Arizona and you play each other. But well, that, so anyways. Arizona will probably have the crowd. Although Tennessee fans travel well, Tennessee was the most hated team in college baseball last year, and I loved them. You know, you know, the, everyone hated them. They had a fur coat for when you hit a home run. They had we'll strong. Continue that. <laughs> yeah, they had strong BDE in my opinion. They were like if Ric Flair was a baseball team. I liked yeah. them. Everyone Kobe hated them. The guy rounding first base, flipping off the center fielder. A hundred percent. He fuck. He, he did a, the, the guy hit. He hit a homer, and then he he just goes boom to the. It was fantastic. <laughs> we want to see more of that, and that is why. Look, I know Arizona might have the crowd. They might be more experienced to play in that desert cold, should I say? Um, <laughs> but I'm all over the Vols here. They, they prove that they're legit. All right. To be the man, you got to beat the man, as Ric Flair says. Give me the Vols to get it done. Minus 200. Look, Tennessee's number two in the preseason rankings. Arizona's plus 175 to win this thing. Arizona, I know it's a proud program, but they're just not there these days. What are we doing here, Noah? Uh, I think this one's the biggest marquee matchup of opening day for sure. Um, and, you know, Dolander on the mound with Tennessee, uh, their Friday night guy. The The price actually says that this one's going to be closer than a lot of people think. They're respecting Chip Hale's offense over there at Arizona. Um, and they bring back a lot of pieces. And Chase Davis being one, he's going to give it a good run to win Pac-12 player of the year as well. Um the Wildcats bring back seven of their starting nine. They will be able to mash. Uh, the question is their returning starting pitching is iffy. They don't really have a go-to guy as of right now. 
Um, but Tennessee has completely uh, just rehauled this uh, batting lineup. Uh, they lost a ton of pieces from last year. The question could be, are they going to get it to click in game one uh, against quality competition? I, I, I think Dolander's going to go out there and do it. He was the number one pitcher at all of college baseball last season. Um, and he's the number one pitching prospect in the MLB draft this year. They have plenty of bullpen depth behind them. Minus 200 is usually my threshold where I'm like, I don't know if it's really worth it to go two units, bet two units to win one unit type type thing. Um, but that said, it's opening day, Colby. It's probably the cheapest that we're ever going to see Tennessee for the rest of the season. So play some music for me and let's save Tennessee for a parlay at the end of the show. I'll just start with this. It's so hard for me to sit back here in this studio looking at a guy out here hollering my name when last year I spent more money on spilled liquor in bars from one side of this world to the other than you made. Woo! That is Ric Flair, and that's the energy of this Tennessee team. So you better believe we can double up the music here. I'm locking the balls, baby. All right. I'm locking the, I'm going to take my winnings and I'm going to buy one of those fucking dogs that they have smoky, whatever, whatever the kind of, what is that? What kind of dog is that? Is that a, I don't fucking know. All right. It's but look, some hound. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's like a, some type of hound dog. I'm going to buy, yeah. I'm going to buy one of them with my winnings. All right. I'm either going to do that or I'm going to get pissed drunk and I'm going to jump in that Tennessee river. When I go to Knoxville next. Um, okay. Uh, we have another great game on the slate here. And th- look, these teams, old swack, right? Or not swack, uh, old Southwestern conference rivals. They don't like each other, man. Texas is plus 100. This game's at five o'clock on the West, eight o'clock on the East. I think my times are right on this one. Texas plus 100 as they take on. The number eight Arkansas Razorbacks, who are minus one twenty. Remember Arkansas, the fans grabbed that uh, that raccoon. No problem there until later in the night. That is, but Texas got a guy. Sound like John Gruden? We're talking about a guy here, Jaws. No, um, Texas has a guy with maybe the greatest nickname. In Not the anymore. He's oh. he's set sail. That nickname. Mean? He set sail. He's off. Oh, to the he's minor gone. League. Yeah. He's Damn gone. it. Look, yeah. I, look, I, I'm still mad at them for beating ECU, but damn it. It was fun to say the Hispanic Titanic <laughs> that needs to be. Uh, a, okay. That's gotta be a rapper now. All right. Now that he's gone, there you go. <laughs> now that he's gone, come on someone in psycho realm or, or I don't know, Cypress Hill, someone, we need a Hispanic Titanic out there. Um, He's gone. All right. So, so, okay. So is that why Texas is not preseason top 25? It's a big reason why they also lost a a couple other key pieces from that big offense that went into the jungle and took two out of three against ECU from that big offense last year. And then they lost their ACE Pete Hansen too. Arkansas also loses their ACE from a year ago and Connor Nolan and a lot of great defensive pieces that contributed to one of the best defensive groups we've ever seen in college baseball, Texas is going to throw Lucas Gordon on Friday against Arkansas. Um, and first off, he, Gordon's a lefty and the Racerbacks really struggled against Southpaws last year. 
Uh, Gordon had a 305 ERA and 85.2 innings a year ago with 77 strikeouts, only 26 walks. Arkansas is going to throw Hagen Smith, their own lefty, after their ace Jackson Wiggins went down with a UCL injury a week ago. So tough turnaround for Arkansas here. Hagen Smith was seven and two with a 4.66 ERA, 90 strikeouts, but he has a little bit of a control issue. He had 46 walks, which is quite a bit. I think Gordon on the mound. You can argue Texas has a fighting chance to win this game as a dog. Dave Van Dorn is trying to piece together a lot of transfers into this lineup, and I don't know if it's going to click on day one. So give me Texas to win this game. Nope. You pick up a raccoon. Tell me you're down to do shit that other programs just aren't. Where's this game being played? Globe Life Field. That's the third one of the big clubs. Globe Life Field really doing it, huh? So you think yeah. Texas? You think Texas will have the crowd, huh? I th- I think Arkansas travels a lot. Like I was about to say, not so fast. <laughs> if you pick up a raccoon and get rabies, all right. You're 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 making the trip to Globe Life. All right. Let me just tell you, Globe <laughs> Life is nothing compared to the emergency room with the rabies case. All right. They're going. They're going down there. Give me the Razorbacks minus one twenty. Finally, we disagree. Feel like we we agreed on a lot of stuff, but uh, that's never good. <laughs> that is never good. So I see that there's the, this. The Discord's got a lot of plays, as uh, Kramer would say, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Discord <laughs> does have a lot of plays. So so I see that uh, that Circa. Shout out to the Circa Sportsbook because our friend over there, we have a friend, Derek Stevens, always been great to us. Um, I see they, they have a challenge going on, right? Walk, walk us through this. Yeah. So circa Sportsbook uh, teamed up with 11.7, another popular college baseball podcast out there. Shout out Ben Upton and Dimitri Curtis that run it. And basically throughout the year, uh, Dimitri and Ben are going to be picking uh, some of the top quality weekend series. Um, and you basically just have to choose which team is going to win two of the three games and there's going to be a leaderboard throughout the year. They're giving out monthly and uh, like a season long prize. And that season long prize is a trip to Circa for the opening round of the NCAA tournament. Wait, so, wait, wait, let's keep. Hey, this is Derek Stevens. I'm the owner of Circa Las Vegas. You're there listening you to FGPN. Let him ride. That's our guy right there. Shout out to Circa. Let's continue. I'm go. sorry. I got to plug him. But no, it, it, go ahead. I mean, so it's basically like. The big grand tra- prize is a three night stay at Circa Las Vegas. So, uh, again, during the NCAA tournament, all you have to do is pay for uh, travel to get out there, and then everything else is on Circa. So, from here on out, I, I figured it'd be something fun to just do quick hitters on like series win. Like, mostly we get lines on Friday games only. Now, some of these are like more uh, like Colby and uh, Nick and Patty, they go deep in the college football, even picking FCS games. That's what some of these games are going to be. We got a SOCON game in here. We also have uh, an American versus a Pac 12 team uh, that doesn't have uh, a line currently on uh, the only book that has lines out right now. So it's like we're, we can't pick like a Friday line, but we can give out a winner for the entire series. And then they also have a survivor challenge, which it's like your biggest lock of the six series for that weekend. So why not just hop in and uh, buy into it and have some fun here? Right? Yeah. I mean, should I key in on any of these? 
Yeah, let's run run through them. Just quick well, we have Liberty at Ole Miss, or not Ole Miss, Southern Miss. So <laughs> my apologies, uh, Southern Miss fans, but you deserve it for Brett Favre. Um, uh, we we know where, where where we reside on that one. All right, Southern Miss is the play. Rutgers is at the Campbell Camels. Um, you have a lean there. Yeah, for me. Uh, the Scarlet Knights, they can really stick it, but they lack a lot of pitching. So they have to completely replace last year's rotation. I, I can't wait to watch this series, but I struggle to pick it. Uh, a lot of our guys uh, from yesterday, the spit and seeds bunch, they're really high on the camels this season. So give me camel and their electric offense to win this series. Their programs are coming along. I feel like their basketball team, even though they're not great this year, I feel like they've gotten more talent there. And, and football, they have the number one recruiting class in the FCS and baseball. They're doing things. Campbell Campbell's. What is that? Uh, what is that? What is that? It's not boiling Springs. That's Gardner Webb bluff blues Creek blues Creek, North Carolina. I think it is shout out to the Campbell camels. I got a fade Rutgers. Anytime they go down to the South, come on. Uh, Southern <laughs> Illinois is at Wofford. Now you got the Salukis taking on the terriers. Wofford is located in South Carolina. So Look, I know nothing about these teams. I'll be honest here. Eileen Walford, because they're in the South. Am I an idiot, Noah? Uh, that's a- ending up like where I'll go. I'll give you a little bit of analysis on the uh, the series, though. The the Terriers they're they're hosting the Salukis at home this weekend, though. The Salukis have a little bit of a weird scheduling quirk. They have a doubleheader on Saturday, and it's not against Walford. They're playing Towson in the middle of it, and the Salukis don't have a great uh, pitching staff to begin with. So I don't, I don't like their depth and the play four games compared to only three. When we're talking about just like picking a winner of the series, I like Wofford here. Um, I, I don't know why they would be playing four on this road trip and kind of like interrupting a excellent scheduling matchup. You got the number one team in the preseason in the Missouri Valley going up against the number one team in SoCon. It, it's it's tough to choose, but I'm on Wofford here too. Oh, I think you just made me a fan of the folks in Carbondale, Illinois. Shout out to our guy Stone Labanowitz, who's now with ESPN Miami. Um, yeah, okay, I'm on board. Give me the Salukis in an upset. I'm on the Terriers. I, I know. I took, I I'm on. Wofford. I'm on board with Stone and the people you of like Carbondale. Them more games, eh? I like that. I say, you know, any place, anywhere, anytime. Let's go. Give me the Salukis to get on, get on, go down there. South Carolina. Wofford's not going to know what hit him. West Virginia. Shout out to Moneyline Mac. They're plus 120 at Georgia Southern, heading down to Statesboro, Georgia. Georgia Southern's minus 140. All right, I got to take Georgia Southern here because I, I, I've never met a guy from West Virginia that can play fucking baseball. All right. And I, I grew up, <laughs> uh, this is a, this is an easy handicap here. Give me Georgia Southern, hammer this thing. Am I an idiot? No, uh, the easy, the easy, nice way to say it is like West Virginia is pretty balanced. I don't know if they really have any stars on this team that are going to go out there and like steal a series away, steal a series away from Georgia Southern who ended up hosting a regional last year. Uh, the screaming Eagles lost a couple of big pieces, but I think they have an deeper, even deeper pitching staff than they did last year. It's super hard for me to keep, it was super hard for me to keep them out of my Omaha eight this year. Uh, they were like right there on the cusp. They got an honorable mention from me as well. Um, I, I, I mean, I'm going to go screaming Eagles here. It's not a very hard decision for me either. Screaming Eagles. No, no, no. Uh, the Eagles, the Eagles, buddy. 
Oh, it's just the Eagles. I thought they were the screaming Eagles. No, that's Southern Indiana. Uh, it, speaking of Indiana, Indiana, the Hoosiers are plus one eighty as they travel to Auburn, Alabama. Auburn's laying two ten. This one is just it's too easy. I'll hammer Auburn all day here. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, this one's my survivor pick as well. The Hoosiers have to replace a whole weekend rotation. They return eight of their nine bats, but Auburn was my sleeper SEC team that I think could do some damage again. I think a lot of people are doubting on them. Um, this one is going to be my survivor for sure. They had, you know, my analysis. They once had Bo Jackson. <laughs> I'm That's joking. Great. No, great I just analysis. go with those. Go with those SEC teams. SEC baseball is legit. Indiana, get the fuck out of here. You don't stand a chance. I'm all over that final game that we're going to talk about. We're going to drop acid with the cow, the, the cow golden bears. Well, actually they're probably not going to drop acid because they won't be in uh, Berkeley. They'll be in Houston, Texas, uh, taking on the Cougars. Uh, Houston's plus plus one thirty-five. cows. The favorite here, minus one fifty-five. I smell a live dog. You? I'm on the dog too. I, yeah. I have Houston winning the series at home. I think they're a great all around team and Cal lacks starting pitching. They have, they have, they have okay depth, but they don't really have anybody that's really going to take control of a game. I really like Houston bass this year. So give me the Cougs here. I'm all over the Cougs as well, man. And that concludes our show. Uh, look, I know James Saunders been in there saying, where the hell is the basketball? Look, we got to diversify. All right. First, um, first off, before we sign off, do you want to throw in a parlay? Oh, definitely. Do I want to throw in a parlay? <laughs> what kind of question is that? I'll take my number one lock and your number one lock, Oklahoma State, and you lock Tennessee, and throw them into a parlay. It's plus one thirty-five. I like that angle, but I also like the idea of saying, "Let's get some action going here." Take Tennessee who's the favorite, you know, but you might not get them this low ever again. So you take Tennessee, you parlay that with Charleston plus oh. one ninety five. I'll, I'll see you at the finish line. All right. I will see you at the finish line. Folks subscribe to the college baseball experience. Noah, look, there's, uh, I hear there's rumors on the uh, internets. There is rumors on the internets that Noah will be here a lot talking college baseball and I'll be here some of these times. I'm trying Trying my best, but college basketball is is my forte. College football is my forte. So I'm 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 on this one sometimes. Noah's gonna be able to add add lacrosse to the college experience. Well, uh <laughs> hockey, knock. lacrosse, yeah, all of it. Let's go. go. Well, I mean, been, send me cool college lacrosse clips and I'll post it. I know there's a good audience yeah. for college lacrosse as well. So. College bowling. I've gotten fucked up at a few bowling alleys <laughs> at East Carolina, and I uh don't know that I bowled so well, but it happened. All right. Maybe we can, but maybe yeah. we can document that. All if right. you want to, if you want to meet the rest of the college baseball team, we did two episodes. We did a national preview and an sec preview. So shout out those guys from spitting seeds. Um, but Great yeah, name, Colby, by the way, it Great is, name, is. spitting seeds. So Colby will be hopping on uh, at various, various times this year, or I, I appreciate him for helping me out today. The opening day. We had a couple of guys. Buddy, I'm always up. here. We I'm had a couple of guys. Here couple of guys that are traveling for uh, obviously the weekend games. Right. So uh, yeah, I appreciate it. Colby. It was can fun. I, can I talk about one thing though, that I'm disappointed in what's up? Well, there's the best team ever and they're, they're hosting the George Washington colonials. Uh, last time I checked, they still call themselves the colonials. <laughs> yeah. 
And <laughs> you're telling me you knew I was doing the show with you and you didn't have my East Carolina pirates playing at Lewis field. Yell at Vegas. <laughs> Yell at Vegas. They didn't offer us. You thieves in Vegas, put that on the board. ECU's gonna work those colonials. They're, they're a ranked team. Offer us their game, but that's actually a good point too, Colby. I'll be putting out a like an entire card because they're gonna release more games. They're gonna release totals um, the morning of all of these games. So I'll put out uh, more extensive plays than just a lock and a dog from this pod and then a parlay uh, from our two locks. But yeah, uh, pretty exciting times. We got the season rolling again, baby. Hell yeah. Folks, subscribe to the college baseball experience. We're here all season long. All right. Subscribe to the college basketball experience. People are waiting on the episode. Well, it's March, and you know, every single <laughs> night, me and Moneyline Mac have been bringing you episodes every single night of the college basketball season every year. We also give you off-season episodes. We got you covered when it comes to college hoops and then college football. We just had we just did drop two episodes this morning or last night on college football. We had we had college campus tour guy on the show. He was fantastic. Talking I about watched that show. It was awesome. That guy, he, I was amazed at just the speed that he was able to rattle off. Yeah. That was this game. I saw these two teams play and that was the score. And this was what the, I mean, oh, holy shit. That yes. guy. Go, go awesome. check, go check it out. It's a great episode. Shout out to Michael, uh, Michael Parker, uh, and give him a follow on Twitter at CFB campus tour. Uh, get the SGPN app, folks. Uh, it's free to download in the App Store and Google Play Store. And we'll be back in about uh, 40 minutes to talk college basketball. All right, folks. This is the college baseball experience. Can't wait for tomorrow. Our season's here, baby. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. Uh-huh.